All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blows catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. As McDowell White got the keys, Will Swarry is be raining threes. After Brisbane said no, Franks to the 36ers said yes, please. They chose a second serve of Randall as United went a sweet. We think Walton's hard to handle. If Doyle rules, they're hard to beat. We love some Tucker. Warden Burgers got the lot. There's no cheese, but there's big sauce, and now Bangers gets the shot. Can a mango pick and roll fill the gorge-sized hole? Or do they need a lift greeter to restore their heart and soul? The Kings can focus on the books, so long as their man Xavier Cooks. Will there be Magnet regret? Does R. Kelly fly with Majet? Will Thomas be a tank with Manic and LT? And I do beg your pardon, but we rather like Brad Lee. Cleveland, this is for you! We want more of the same from 22. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny and Banksy, the basketball blokes dribbling all things NBL fantasy and I've forgotten already, Benny. You've forgotten already? <laughs> couple of, cu- couple of nights off and I'm, uh, I'm off the track. I'm no well, boardy, but... No. Um, You've, you're, you're wearing your uh, Cleveland jersey roll jumper right now, so um, what did you make of Boardy's uh, Cleveland This Is For You? I was very impressed. That's the uh, I've obviously heard the intro a couple of times, but that's the first time I've been here for the the new intro, and very impressive. Some good feedback on the Discord, and um, hopefully, no more curses from here. Beautiful. Well, this is the single shot uh, NBL Blitz edition of an NBL Fantasy Nightcap. Um, before we do, uh, let's have a little ad here. You should consider becoming a Patreon supporter. With prices of $1, 5 and $7 per month, find the level of support that suits you best with no ongoing commitment. Group chat, advanced stats, weekly newsletters, cheat sheets, Patreon leagues with prizes and Banksy's Captains exclusive from round four. Head to our website and click the link or head directly to www.patreon.com slash basketball blokes. And uh, we're featuring bangers in our podcast tonight, great to see Brisbane playing, and we're offering a 12% banger of a discount for our annual Patreon subscriptions, which we're now eligible to provide for you. Had someone sign up today with the annual, which was awesome to see. Now, there's a mention of the cheat sheet in there, though, Banksy. You've always been the master of the cheat sheet. Can you just explain the process of how that will work for Patreon supporters? That's why it's so relevant, Benny, that we play that ad. It's that time of the year where we spend copious amounts of time and late nights on the cheat sheet. Um, A bit goes into, uh, I guess, the design and the planning because we are in no way coders or graphic designers by any means, so we do what we can. But um, I think we've managed to pull it off the last few seasons, and it is something that I do look forward to. Uh, We put a lot of pride into but look, it's also something that's really, really good if you're behind with your pre-season work, your pre-season research, haven't managed to get these pre-blitz games in um, during a busy time of the year, I guess. And, um, you know, what we put in there, we try and, you know, get some different content in there from year to year. I think we had Melrose Place in there last season from our um, one of the previous winners then in Melrose. So we'll try and mix that up a little bit this year, but... Um, it's not just about the content, it's about the design as well, Winnie. That's right. Well, we're going to have uh, last year's winners with their, their segment, which is going to be called The Keys to Success. So um, that'll be good. But if you sign up as a 5 or $7 Patreon to be eligible for the cheese sheet, it'll all be emailed out to you 
kind of, I guess, a few days probably in, in that last week before the season starts because we don't want to – we want to make sure the information's current, so you just have to keep your eye out for an email. <sighs> Let's get into the blitz then, Banksy. All right, fellas. Let's go, and very exciting to see Brizzy with uh, Big Bangers back on the court as they won 81-69, to 69. Uh, always good to finish with 69, as the New Zealand Breakers did there. We always start our podcast just to set the scene of, given it's pre-season, not everyone's at full strength, The uh, I might see their later blokes that never actually rock up, so Banksy, who were the key players we didn't see on the court tonight? As we know, Tyrell out and out for some time, but the one we didn't expect to see out was Beamer. Uh, McDowell White did not suit up tonight either. Yeah, so he was mentioned with a bit of knee soreness. Hopefully he'll play the next game. Um, great point on our chat by Boydie. He talked about the fact that we wouldn't be writing off any of our New Zealand prospects necessarily because he thinks McDowell White makes them a lot better. Very low assist game, only, I think, seven for the entire game for New Zealand. And given that Dan Shamir wants uh, McDowell White to average 16, 8, and 8, uh, he's going to be out doing their team on, <laughs> on by himself. So, Well, he's the driver, isn't um, he? He's the guy with the keys this season. And um, without the driver, there was no assist. So read into that as you will as to uh, the fantasy scores we saw tonight from the Breakers. Now, someone who does suit up on your nightcap but uh, leaves early is called the Phantom. That's what the move we call it. Uh, and that was Tom Abercrombie, who lasted less than a minute tonight before copping a stray, I don't know, some sort of contact <laughs> from Aaron Baines. And uh, Baines, he got his first scalp very quickly. Right. I tuned into this a little bit late, so I did miss that. Was there anything in it? Uh, nothing crude, is if, as far as talking anything in it. But um, to me, it looked like eye contact and... Uh, it was a clash to the head, so you can't rule out concussion or anything else like that. I mean, I've already ruled out uh, Thomas for Perth for almost a significant amount of time, and he's probably going to play next game. So I'm not going to be Dr. Boyd. We don't have him on this podcast. So um, just as we're going to talk about uh, a player very shortly who took a lot of those Abercrombie minutes, we need to know that Abercrombie was not out there for a lot of time tonight. New segment. New category is the designated drivers. I thought the designated drivers would be a good way, Banksy, of explaining players that were on minutes restrictions. And we had a couple of main ones tonight. Do you want to just elaborate on that? Yeah, we did. And look, absolute no surprise here with the limited preseason and injuries and so forth. Nathan Sobey played uh, just shy of nine minutes for the game. And then Bainsey, great to see him there, um, but played just a, a tick over 13 minutes for the game as well. So... Easing them in. More on Bainsey later. If you could only see the way she loves me. Maybe we're going to understand a little bit more about Ryan, Ryan Rupert, who had 22 fantasy points in these 28 minutes. Now, the 28 minutes, of course, Abercrombie only played half a minute tonight, so we're not going to be able, not going to expect that. But. He would be the tonic for New Zealand fans tonight. Absolutely. Um, he's different to the next stars we've had, Banksy. I don't know how much you caught of him, but I always feel like the defensive side is the reason that next stars don't get minutes. And this guy seems to have that side down pat. 
So it's going to be good to see because he's got a nice offensive offensive game, which he displayed tonight as well. So first hit out, very good signs for Rupert. Difficult at 850k though, right? Oh, absolutely. And that's to be expected with most of the next stars. And look, I've got to be honest here. I'm, I, I saw him on the telecast, but I did actually watch the game on mute with the kids in the background. But um, I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely glad that I was reading it on the run sheet there. I'm glad you pronounced his name because I was just about to uh, absolutely butcher that pronunciation. But you're right. You're going to go <laughs> Rupert Bethera's Yeah, style, that's, that's uh, true, you know, naturally what I had in mind. But um, played the 28 minutes, uh, and that was basically a team high. So, yep, he was absolutely the um, the one who took those minutes with Abercrombie out and 12 points was the second, second highest for the breakers on the night as well. All right. Moving up from that 850K up to the million dollar men, the imports menu. We like to look at the imports menu occasionally on a nightcap, Banksy, and we've got three of them to talk about tonight. Um, we're going to start off with keeping on that New Zealand trend. Uh, I do beg you pardon, but we're doing like Brantley. So Brantley and pardon um, how, what was your take on them on your view? So they're obviously the two that we're very interested in, particularly with the breakers good schedule, obviously. Um, and they're the, the two guys that, you know, really do look like they have a fantasy game, but tonight that wasn't the case. Um, what do we got here? They finished on Brantley 22 fantasy points and pardon on 19. They both paid, yeah, decent minutes. So 23 minutes for Brantley and Pardon fouled out. Just shy of 23 minutes as well. So ticking over just the one fantasy point per minute or less between the two there. Um, but like we know, the driver wasn't there. Um, Brantley, four from 10, Pardon, three from eight. So Brantley probably didn't put up as many shots as he did in the other preseason game that we recently saw. Um, yeah. The rebounds Tough were still match up. Yeah, tough matchup for New Zealand. So I don't know whether or not we're going to see a trend, whether it's going to be Brisbane, uh, someone that you don't want to play your bigs against, or if New Zealand could be someone that you do want to play your bigs against, because we'll be talking about a couple of Brisbane bigs very shortly. But another Brisbane player, Tyler Johnson, 29 fantasy points tonight. He had he was actually had two fouls in his first four minutes, but he came good. Yeah, and someone that watched basically from the second quarter onwards, I, I missed that first quarter where you said he was in foul trouble, but I did like what I saw in the second and third quarter. He looked very smooth offensively, um, was consistently driving to the rim. He looked very smooth on the finish as well. Um, some reverse layup action, a few and ones I saw there as well. So I guess the worry that Bordy brought to our attention is, is he going to be a guy fantasy-wise that's going to be relying on his offensive game? Is it all going to be about points for him? So... It's a little bit of a flag, I guess, when we look at um, his stat column there. So, 14 points, two boards, two assists, one steal. Um, but again, the limited minutes there, played the 18 minutes. So, obviously expecting, you know, you'd say a good 30 minutes in the season proper. So, you know, 20 fa- 29 fantasy points is decent. Um, if that transitions to, to 40 points or more in proper minutes. Very well, happy with that. Yeah, I, I really like the look of him. I think he's going to be a player, and they definitely seem to go to him, um, particularly on the offensive end. Um, quite a few he's free throws. Yeah, I thought he moved really well, and that's all you want to see coming back off an injury, mate. So I reckon uh, next seg. <laughs> 
Wow, okay, that's the mosh pit. Now, I uh, don't know if any of you listeners are out there are prone to a mosh pit. Me and Banksy have been in a few, and it's a bunch of blokes all jam-packed fighting for position. Now, this is a real surprise mosh pit to me. This is the Brisbane power forward slash centre sort of roster. This is somewhere, in previous pods if you've listened, we were very keen on, oh, is Froling going to get minutes? Very cheap. We've talked about Donovan Mitchell. Is he going to get minutes? Um, Tyrell Harrison's obviously injured at the moment. And Bainesy was injured at the time. We're going to go through these guys because the, the absolute curveball tonight was that Gorjak Gak got the start alongside Bainesy. That is a spanner in the works. But how did these guys actually fare from fantasy perspective tonight, Banksy? Well, they all fared well, didn't they? That, that's the problem. Um, there wasn't a standout between the three. Um, Froling only played the 13 minutes, but his points per minute were fantastic. 23 fantasy points in those 13 minutes. Donovan Mitchell looked very good. 36 fantasy points in 22 minutes. Um, and Gak, I mean, he can hit all the stats. He looked very prominent as well. 41 fantasy points in 20 minutes, ticking over at two fantasy points a minute. They were all very productive fantasy-wise, weren't they? They were. Now, Gak's line in particular was interesting. Seven points, five rebounds, six assists. Now, this is why we would love one of them to carve out the role and make it for their own. Six assists for Gak, four for Froling, two for Mitchell playing out of that spot. It's obviously somewhere like where they like to pass out of. I know Froling's a great passer. It seemingly Gak's very good. Um, someone that we just missed, Liam called it a low-key signing. I thought he was straight out of college, to, to be honest, but he actually is a returning European player. Pricing-wise, that's going to be interesting with fantasy this year to see how that's going to be. But yeah, he's definitely not going to be 250k, I don't think. So we'll have to watch that one. But um, that is a mosh pit, mate. And he performed, I think, in that initial preseason game for them as well, that last game. He literally jumped off the screen. He jumped off the screen. Like, he he looked the part. And... um, he does give something athletically, oh, I, I take it back, he gives him something athletically different to Froling. Mitchell's obviously looks a stud athlete, but uh, it would be great if we got some clarity on that one and with Harrison to come back into the mix, that's uh, one crowded mosh pit, mate. It is, and what I'm interested to see is where do they go if Baines was playing four minutes? How does that affect Froling? Does Froling still get those minutes? Does he eat into Gak and Mitchell's minutes? I'm interested to see how that unfolds when we, we see Bain, you know, Baines closer to the 30 minutes per game. That's called a segue. We always finish with who was the top shelf player of the night. Doesn't always have to be the top fantasy scorer for the night. And as is the case, um, Baines got his shot. And he had 29 fantasy points in 13 minutes. Good going. What did you think of Bainesy from your minutes in watching him? Look, I know we've been talking about it a little bit off pod between the three of us. Do we face Baines? Do we not? Because they don't have the greatest schedule, do they? So it's a decision we're going to have to make, cramming all these big The worst schedule in the league. They do. So it's tough. But we always revert back to, are we going to make that same mistake we did with Bogut, where we didn't start with him, and we should have, because he was putting up basically double game scores on his singles, and we missed on those increases as well, and we got him at a premium. So... It's it's a worry, isn't it? But um, look, he, he couldn't have done more for his first game back, and 
in those limited minutes. 14 points and six boards in 13 minutes. I mean, the way I actually think of it um, is that, you know, if he's playing double those minutes in a real game, all of a sudden you're doubling that 29, you're getting the, the bonus 10 points for the double-double. I mean, that could easily become a, a 70 with ease. And he looked like under the bucket, you know, there was no competition from the breakers under there. Who's going to score at will if they played through him? I think what was impressive is there was no steals or blocks in that line as well. So there's even more upside there, um, irrespective of his 29 fantasy points in just the 13 minutes. He did it without the um, defensive numbers as well. Yeah, and I think that for if you're looking at Pardon or if you're high on Pardon, like this is not the matchup. Pardon looks like a beast in general, and he looked tiny compared to Baines. Yes. Um, I don't know how many fantasy points you get for taking up the towel and actually mopping up the sweat under I the bucket know. as well, but <laughs> did you see that? I did. I did. He took the towel off one of the young kids, and he was on his hands and knees mopping it up. That was... Um, what a guy, eh? Yeah. Big smile on his face. Love the enthusiasm. Loud and vocal. Um, he should not be in the NBL. We seem lucky to have him. The schedule is difficult, but God, if you this is as cheap as we're going to get get him, do we think? Is he going to be a mill? I guess he should be a mill. We think he'll be. He a should mil. be. We think he'll yeah, be. A if mil. he was a mill, do you think that that is as cheap as he gets? Oh, absolutely. I can't. I mean, you would imagine even if he's he is eased in round one that we're still going to see twenty minutes. You'd imagine. Um, if these. Well, the... this was this was encouraging. So I thought he would have played less than 10. At one point, it was like, is he going to play any blitz minutes at all? So when you were thinking about fading him, it was like, oh, look, it could be just you can you can afford to. You're not going to miss out on Bogut-like numbers for, those early, for that early part of the season. But um, yeah, tough one. He's definitely in the mix. It's probably a simple thing to say and uh, just awesome to have him in the league. Absolutely. And look, he looked in good nick, didn't he? He didn't look like there was anything holding him back. Nothing lingering from an injury perspective whatsoever. So it really is just going to be a matter of him building, obviously, fitness um, and how many minutes we see him playing round one. Um, Hopefully we get a little bit of uh, a heads up, potentially, as to what we can expect. Um, in the way of minutes leading into round one. I did read in the news there, um, obviously we know that his intentions are to get back to the NBA, so he won't be out there to play games, he'll be out there to perform, and I know he recently had an NBA court installed at his uh, as his residence as well, so he's doing everything he can to, to make, that, make his way back correct. there. He wants that three-point line. That's exactly right. And All we right. Saw, him, um, saw him splash front of them tonight as well. Was nice to see a big smile on his face again, and I have had a big smile on my face to be joined by Banksy tonight as we wrapped up New Zealand v Brisbane NBL nightcap blitz style. You can find us on Twitter at people underscore blokes on Facebook. You can find us there. We have lost our previous subscribers to Apple and Spotify. Any reviews you feel free to leave would be awesome. Sharing our stuff on social media is very much appreciated. And uh, wrap us up, Banks. Just uh, hit that button and we'll uh, and as a settle in be out for now. As I settle in for this next game, I, I am glad to know that I'll have Bordy on board for the next uh, nightcap, so you won't have to rely on me for that putrid intro again. G'day there, it's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. i got to say, the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever-so-helpful Basketball Blokes community. 
whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge, and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby, and I'm the coach of the McVeighland Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon. 